Hi guys, so this is Tuesday. I'm adding in this clip after recording this entire podcast segment and this is kind of going to be a little bit out of place but I remembered a story I had to add in about Seashell and my boyfriend. Okay, so I gave you guys Seashell's background story in the last podcast and I said we went out and we had also gotten out to this spot downtown, this street downtown um, Toronto. You guys probably know it like I, I might have even mentioned it in the last podcast. I don't know if I really want to say it again. But I had to get my boyfriend to pick me up from there when we were done. Now, over the phone, I'm not sure if my boyfriend had asked if he could come. He said he would join us. Oh, I think that's what he said. He said he would join us. And I asked the girls. I said he wants to come. But I put the phone on mute for a bit. And I was just talking to them and asking them. And they're like, no, definitely not. Like, we won't be seen in public with him. And I was like, okay. I didn't even realize that the street was so busy. But he had hung up the phone on me. Um, I don't know if it was because I took too long. I'm hoping the phone was on mute. I did check again. It was on mute. But um, then... He hung up, I called him back, and he said he would just pick me up. He changed it or something. I said, okay, can you just pick me up? Um, then I kind of got anxious myself. Um, usually, I don't know how I feel about being seen in public. I told you guys to, either in this podcast, I'm going to tell you guys, or in the last one, I like the attention, but only in areas where I know the risk of seeing people is either not exist non-existent there's no risk because i'm in the middle of fucking nowhere as i usually am or the risk is very low or it's worth it because we about to get something big but lately i kind of have been owning it a little bit more just because i feel a bit more secure in my relationship and because it's like at the end of the day guys like see me or not a bitch is getting paid and the perks or benefits outweigh like the the negatives except i'm scared someone's gonna record me please if you ever see me in public with my man don't record me and put me on six buzz fuck that's not cool please don't do that i don't need to be a meme um i'm just trying to get paid like the rest of y'all okay so anyways um i really need to finish i have an exam right now you guys are gonna hear about this part at the end of it so my guy he said he was gonna come pick us up or pick me up and i was trying to again avoid him staying i didn't want to be stuck there with him either but as soon as my boyfriend he came he picked us up and he starts talking shit right away almost And I've noticed this with him, really, guys, and truly, every time he's either picked me up, sometimes he, I think there's a jealous part of him, truly. I think it's jealousy because he comes in and he starts talking shit or shitting on whatever I'm doing. This is probably, like, the second or third time where he's picked me up from, like, somewhere where I look like I'm having fun, and he starts just talking shit about where I am and saying, like, what did he say? He said, only the losers hang out here something like that he likes to call people losers nowadays i don't know what it is i feel like too part of him has gone through like rejection or something like i don't know if he's feeling the rejection of the fact that me and my friends like didn't want him there i didn't really vocalize it i'm not sure i don't remember but 
I think he was acting like he didn't want to be, he didn't want to come because he wasn't invited or like, you know what I mean? He's like, I didn't want to go anyways. But um, he came and he was talking utter shit. And I think he wanted to like stay with us for real. I feel bad because I don't mind hanging out with him. I, I'm such an empath. But I also at the same time, like sometimes guys, I don't mind when he you know, feels excluded or feels like shit because you gotta, you have to humble them. That's what it is. You gotta humble your man once in a while. And especially my guy with how big his ego is, he constantly has to be humbled. So whenever I see the opportunity, I, I don't say much, but I'll let, I'll let the experience humble him. But he picks me up in the car talking shit, saying that only the losers hang out there and that, um, and the way he started it, too, it, he was, like, shitting on it. Yeah, he was, like, shitting on it when it's, like, you just picked me up from there. And I'm kind of looking at him, like, he literally, like, it's implied that he's trying to talk shit or trying to make, make me feel bad. Because, like, you just got me from this area. And you're saying, like, low lives, people with nothing to do, people who collect government money, blah, 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 blah all this shit. If you want to be, like, a loser like them, then you can hang out there. And I wasn't hurt. I wasn't offended because, first of all, my first time really... This was my first time going there. The girls that I was with wanted to go onto the street. Um, Kensington Market, guys, downtown. I'm sorry if you go there and he's just offended you. But (laughs) I could see what he was saying. He's like, everything's cheap over there, whatever. But, I, I, again, I don't see his words as purposely trying to hurt me i see his words in a res- as a response to him being hurt and i talk about this at the end of this podcast but when people attack you out of nowhere as he, my boyfriend just did because in the beginning he had no problems with me going to this market he kept telling me to go i was like i'm in the area should i go i can just come back i'll come back and he's saying no go 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 which i also thought was weird how he was encouraging me so much to go um at one time he was ready and then he's like okay he'll do more work i was a bit suspicious that he was with someone else like someone else had come and he was saying no he wouldn't have done that while I was there but I don't know how I felt about that I was quarter debating going back just to check if he like what he was up to um because it was weird and I didn't know if it was because I was high and on weed or yeah because sometimes when you're on weed you get super paranoid or he was like up to something so again I I ended up going to this market thing but over the phone he was like no it's okay go go have fun with your friends um where do you want me to get you from and then as soon as he picks me up he's like shitting on it talking shit seeing like all of this stuff could he be right sure he could be but the way that he was saying it and the circumstances he's done that to me before where it's like he's getting me from doing something but talking shit not as a way of like he's talking shit about me explicitly like saying oh what i'm doing is wrong or whatever like you he doesn't say the you thing but it's like he'll talk shit about what it is i'm doing even if he sorry my work called me while i was recording i just declined that shit I don't even care. I don't know what the fuck they want to talk about, but I ain't coming in today or this week, so they can fuck off. 
Um, so yeah, it's just weird to me. I'm not weird, but I knew automatically, like, I wasn't offended by it. I was like, first of all, this is my first time at this market, which is also like, why do you have to shit on something? It's not like I'm here every day. I don't know if he's telling me, like, okay, be wary. Sure, that could be part of it. Like, don't go back there often. Like, it's just a market. It's just a street. I am there for, like, 25 minutes. Like, I'm not, this is my lifestyle. You know, you don't really need to tell me what not to do. And part of it, too, I'm a grown-ass bitch, honey. So I also interpreted it as, I'm sorry, my neighbor's outside. Okay, they're so loud. Okay, I'm also loud as fuck. I can't really be saying shit. But I interpreted it as like either a thing of control because I've been with jealous men. I know how jealous men get when they see that you're doing stuff without them. They don't like it and their way is to tear you down. And I feel like he has that in him. I, Even though I don't see him as the jealous kind, I don't think of him as the kind of guy to really care about what I'm doing um because you know he's got his own shit but i think as we slowly get closer the more he kind of becomes more protective right and um i told him so now my response is again to make sarcastic comments and i'm like okay but that's where all the cute boys are i'm like and so he brings me down to a different street in toronto against you know my will and i was thinking like i don't really want to be seen out here so I put on my normal mask. So I have a clear mask, guys, and a normal mask. I wonder if he notices. But again, rejection is the only way for this man to really learn to treat me better, for real. And like that you don't know what you have until it's gone. So sure, I'll be sweet, lovey-dovey all the time while we're in private. But he's going to feel that disconnect and then he's going to crave it more when we're in public. And I don't know if he really likes it when I'm all over him. But anyways, I'm just, you know, explaining to you guys that you've got to humble your man. Especially when they're like that. Especially if you're in a position where you're trying to get your man to be, you know, go from your SD to your boyfriend. You really got to humble them and make them work. Because even though I'm working, I truly believe that that entire situation hurt his feelings. I think either the fact that my friends didn't want to come or they didn't want him to come because I muted the phone and he hung up and then he's coming like he was going to come he wanted to come he said he would join us and even when we got to the other restaurant he was telling me to, to ask my friends to come so we went to this other street I told you guys that and then he we had an extra chair or seat and he was telling me, like, oh, we have, or no, two extra chairs. He said, oh, you should ask your friends to come. And this was, again, um, what's her name? Seashell. It was Seashell and Leaf. So he's saying, oh, you should ask your friends to come. I'm not sure if he really knew which friends. I kind of hinted, like, oh, I was going to go see Sh- Seashell. And I told him, I was like, oh, no, they're going to go see another guy. <laughs> he doesn't really understand. I'm trying to re- show him. So I don't know, guys. I think, too, my boyfriend's just naive. He's very naive, believes in the best in people, the same way that I was naive when I first met him and believed that he was, like, a good guy and not seeing other people. 
he's naive when it comes to these other girls and everyone because he doesn't realize that people just show you all this time they show you the best version of themselves if they can help it if they can control the version of you of themselves that they that you see or perceive they will make sure it's the best version so him telling me oh my god why is this bug not fucking this bug can't fucking fly or something Oh my god, fucking coming in my teeth. What are these things? Oh my god, he's not even fucking moving. God damn. I think he can't fly because motherfuckers just sit in there. You know, usually when you shoot away the fly, the fly didn't fucking move. My guy just sat there. Oh yeah, so even when it came to dandelion, when it came to um petunia when it came to fucking seashell he believes all of them are just normal decent girls and i have to be like no they're hoes (laughs) they're all fucking hoes and if they're fucking you for money and if they will fuck you for money then they'll fuck anyone for money fuck off jesus christ and it's cute the way you know he's very genuine oh she is like he says this about all of them oh they're single mothers they're not gonna sleep with anyone else they're not seeing anyone else they really need the help they really need the support no baby if they can go this long without talking to you they can go xyz three weeks two weeks a month without seeing you if they can go as long and okay with the fact that you are not seeing them or giving them honey or sending them help then again they don't need you They've got other people, they've got other options, and you need to start looking out for yourself and looking out for me because I'm going to leave your ass if you don't start putting me first. God damn it. That's really what he needs to learn. Okay, guys, I have to, I have my exam, but I wanted to include that story. Really, like, men, not men, my boyfriend doesn't understand how, you know, the world works. Very naive, very stupid stupid but at least you know you can see he's got good intentions somewhat and you guys also debate like him trying to portray this thing of like oh he's robin hood and he's he's the rich helping out the poor Um, and these girls need the help and the support and is he doing it to help them or is he doing it you know to get his own thing out of it his own incentive which is either sex or whatever we also debated on the fact guys that he's so old now he's 60 like is sex really on his mind that much as an old like i don't know his thing is too guys that i don't know Anyways, it can all be debated. I have an exam to complete, so I'm going to post this right now. And enjoy the rest of the podcast, I guess. Bye. Talking for an hour really seems to drain out my throat. My fucking throat hurts. I don't know if I can record part two right now. Um, I'm going to try. So, in part one, she sells seashells. I explain to you guys the origin story of seashell and i guess her character background now from her heartbreak her only incentive is now to make money 
So she's like, you got to do these men dirty before they do you dirty. And she's essentially heartless. Which is the way to do it. Truly, if you're trying to sugar to make money, be heartless. And these girls here like, oh, you're spending so much time with him. Oh my goodness, is he giving you money? Is he compensating you? Okay, yes. True. (laughs) I, like, they're telling me, and I'm aware of it a little bit like I could go see another guy Friday night I could go see a guy Saturday night I could see my boyfriend Sunday and I don't want to like and I can make how much money I can make probably what he's get. I don't know I can make more right but for my thing sorry my thing is is that I'm having a better time when I'm with my boyfriend and it doesn't feel like work and like I'm having fun sometimes. Yesterday, we went furniture store, furniture store hopping and kept asking me if I wanted to come inside. I'm like, no, I'd rather put a bullet to my head than look at furniture. I like the stores are cool when you go in and whatever. But honestly, after the third one, I'm like, no, I'll, I'll stay my I'll stay in the car. Um, but for the most part, like you got to take the bad with the good. Sometimes I do think like I probably could have been using this time more productively, not just like do at home doing work, but like, you know, I get jealous, but some of the things that we do, like I wouldn't mind missing out on like furniture shopping, you know? But my thing is, is that if I'm not with him, I get in my head, I get so jealous. Oh, he's doing this, he's doing that. And I told him the reason is, is that I don't see as many guys as a lot of these other girls are. Like, really, I only see him consistently. And I have this other guy I tell you guys about. I see him like once a month. And my simp, I let go of. So it's really just my boyfriend. And I was saying that I just wanted to only see him, even if he's, you know, hoeing around and doing all this stuff. I'd rather just be with him. Right? Um, I'd rather just be with him and just wait. But I get too into my head. Um, but I was thinking, like, she's not wrong. My thing is, I try and get my boyfriend to spend the whole weekend with me, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And those are, like, the prime days of the week for other men, right, who want to, um, sugar date me. They want a weekend day. Um, and I was just thinking, like, I'll be calm for now, but if my boyfriend wants to start, you know, seeing other girls on Friday or whatever, if he starts playing games, then I'll play games too. That's what I'm thinking now. That's how I I feel about it. But they're telling me like, and this is what Stone said too, like you could be making money and all of that. You could be doing it like the whole damn thing. It's so easy. But, you know, guys, it's not as fulfilling um and not even just that but not even that it's not fulfilling I enjoy the time that I have with my boyfriend and I don't want to create problems where there's none yet 
so I described my situation to Seashell and Leaf, and they're kind of telling me, like, oh, you got to be careful, you got to keep your options open, and how they've heard the same story, you know, with a bunch of other girls, as do I, who have fallen in love with their first guy. When they were telling me that one of their friends had even gotten a ring from the guy, but I'm not sure how that ended. They did tell me. I think it didn't end well, though, but they were saying, like, they hear it a lot, and I was saying to them, like, I don't know, you can't really you know judge or judge my situation based on what happened to you right like yeah your guy burned you that sucks I know a lot of men are manipulators but I think mine is changing and I sound and I said to them I know how it sounds but I'm somewhat optimistic okay so that was the the story with seashell and jack and I guess now she's just a money-making machine she says as soon as she got out of her feelings and into her bag she was making money I think I'm not sure how much she said she made last year I don't know if she's going into months but she seems to be really proud of the amount of money that she makes because she was asking me how much money I made um I wouldn't mind telling her I'm but honestly let me look guys because in I stopped keeping track of how much money he gave he's given me but my boyfriend does me good cuz and he, and she says too I think my boyfriend has more money as well than all those other guys that she's seeing right my guys treated me very fucking well I think and I don't know if the amount she was making were per month or in a year I wouldn't hold I wouldn't be surprised like I I wouldn't not expect her to like make more than I have just considering like a bunch of guys versus you know one man um but you know do what feels most comfortable for you you know when you're figuring don't be trying to make more money if you're not feeling comfortable making you know the most amount of money but she seems to be really proud of that and she doesn't even spend long with these guys as well which I love I have such a hard time being like okay I have to go even that guy I told you guys I see once a month like I struggle with the buy part I feel guilty and sometimes this guy looks like he just wants me to go he's like okay bye I'm like um are you sure (laughs) I just feel bad um but no stone sorry not stone but seashell has perfected the art of sugaring and if you guys want to know how to be a heartless bitch go get your heart broken i can definitely see that because again if things were to not work out here i don't know where i'd be but i probably would be on these streets (laughs) so yeah and even then i heard them saying to to leave that oh we have to make your account um today or tomorrow like a sugar site a sugar account just because she's in the area for a bit seashell also told me she's like she says she uses protection condom whatever she says she doesn't care who's fucking her as long as they're giving her money she says she'll fuck anyone for money Um, can we talk about that? So, of course, guys, I told my boyfriend all of this. Yes, because he's over here fantasizing about fucking seashell. 
and I've been like kind of telling him like these girls aren't all that and I think he sees that they're not like the best people that hang around I was telling him like all the stuff they were saying to me he's like I I told I don't know if I told you guys this but even the first night that he met them he was asking me the next day and I was like saying oh they're telling me I could do better and the way guys I'm so crazy because of the way that I say these things to him I sound so innocent like oh well like they're telling me I could do better and I don't I said this to you guys and I'm like I don't really agree you know like I don't want friends that are going to be encouraging me to like be sleeping around I'd rather friends that like encourage me to like you know I just like read a book and we laughed about that but it's like I throw shade but I say it very subtly and I said oh like seashell has a bunch of sugar daddies and whatever and um she's you know around and her friend is here and they're saying that their goal while she's here is to make xyz amount of money and then i said to him well i guess maybe we i I told him i was like maybe we could go see them because um they're trying to make money and we should go i said i made the joke i said we should go support local businesses and i said maybe we could get a two-for-one special or something um and him and i laughed at that but i'm trying to you know really emphasize to him that they are just here for a good time they're just here for money don't be getting too attached and this entire time i've like before i even told well no because we, me and him, I said this in the first one, we had a conversation about Seashell. Um, so this entire time, I've been trying to drop hints to him and saying like, oh, my mom doesn't really like them. My mom doesn't really think I should be hanging out with them. And he's like not really picking up the hint. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of like, you know, being try- just dancing around the subject like, oh, I don't really know if they're safe. Oh, Seashell, I think is about to go fuck another guy right now. All his shit. But he doesn't really seem to care. my boyfriend you guys know him he don't fucking care um until in the car when we were on the way to the cottage I had to say it to him point blank I was like I don't really know if I like the fact that seashell was naked in front of you and him and I had a conversation he's super super open with all of it what I really like though is the fact I don't know if this is common but like I mean for a sugar daddy to be telling me that like oh my friend was naked in front of him and all of that and we talked about it and said I don't really like that I don't really feel comfortable with it I'm like you're supposed to be my friend I use the word friend to him on purpose as well friend zone your stupid ass um even though guys he's been using girlfriend I don't know if I told you guys this but he's been calling me his girl calling me his girlfriend um taking me a bit more seriously lately and you know there's one aspect where it's like okay they're just words right he can just say whatever he wants and you know in the beginning of sorry my mom called me asking me to go get bananas okay that's cool um what was i talking about um give me a second because she's blanked oh yeah so i said two months into a relationship he'd use the word girlfriend at dinner that's an example of future faking just to come later a month later telling me or no 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 that's a lie i messed that up within the first month of dating he was telling me i was his new girlfriend and then 
a month later, he was telling me, no, we can't date. Even though it was just two months into a relationship, he was telling me, no, we can't date, that I was too young, all of this stuff. At least, guys, he said it to me straight, right? Even though he's the one who's girlfriend in the beginning, when it was time for him to be like, no, you're not my girlfriend, at least he said that to me instead of, again, future faking, which is different from, like, Seashell. I think, too, as much as it sucked at the time to go through... It was a good sign of his character to be like, no, we're not dating as opposed to like leading me on and thinking that we were dating. And at least he nipped it, even though he said girlfriend at dinner like a month ago, he nipped it in the butt fairly quickly. Um, and yeah, but instead of like future faking and telling me I could be his girlfriend, even if he didn't think I could be right. So like. Again, the difference, um, which sucked at the time, but like in hindsight, I respect him more for it. And now that we're getting to that point six or seven months later, where now he's finally saying girlfriend, like now I know it means more because he wasn't just going to let me think I was his girlfriend if I wasn't his girlfriend. <laughs> like, aka, what was it? Seven months ago again. When he was telling me that I wasn't his girlfriend. Does that make sense? Are you guys following along? That at least to him, they're not just words. They're promises. Or not promises, but they his words carry weight. So when he says girlfriend, it means more. Okay. That was established. Um, He's been saying all kinds of shit to me, guys. I was thinking, like, because a relationship doesn't always have these highs where he's telling me how much he likes me all the time right like he does sometimes which makes it more sacred and I know we were having highs over these last well not over the last but three weeks ago he was telling me and I was coming on here and telling you guys all the things he was saying to me how much he likes me how he'd rather be with me and these highs I think follow events in his life I told you guys, I came on here and I said I could feel the difference in him. I knew he was with another girl and him being with another girl made him gain appreciation to be with me or made him happier to be with me, Um, made him appreciate the time that he spent with me more because the contrast is there between a girl that he's not so into or whatever versus me. Um, And when I'm with him, I try to, you know be as great as I can so that the next girl that he sees cannot compete so I want to also explain at least reiterate what he says about these girls in the car this weekend he told me that oh well before I'm all over the place but this is back to um when I was telling him how I felt about Seashell, I said I don't really like the fact she was naked. And then he was saying that he would never... He's like, I would never embarrass you like that. I tried to make a comment like, don't text her or whatever. And he said, how could I do it? I don't have her number and all that stuff. Um, and then I said, like, I wouldn't want you to get her number or something like that. He said, babe, I would never embarrass you like that. He said, um, what these girls don't understand... He writes a lot of comments, actually. I couldn't tell if they were shade at me 
because we were talking to you in breakfast. Okay, so he said, what these girls don't know is that there's hundreds of them like, sorry, there's hundreds of girls like them online. Interesting. This is important. Especially when we talk about seashell. Which is something I've all I've also been thinking about. Like there's so many fucking sugar babies online. So many girls that look the same. So many girls. Like if you truly guys in this online world of dating, it's competitive. People are so replaceable and what you won't do, another girl will. So if you are getting the opportunity, you better fucking show up, right? That's why you really can't trust these men when they're so like, oh, I haven't seen anyone else. It's so easy. I don't believe any man uh, that says they're not seeing other girls because it's too fucking easy with the internet and what you won't do. And he was saying the same thing when that girl didn't stone, didn't want to use a condom. And he's saying, oh, it's the money part. It's like if we offered her more money, then she would have done it. What's the difference? It's not like she really has morals. And he's saying, like, what you won't, what she won't do, another girl will. And even, like, sometimes, guys, for less money. So, it's really a competitive dating world, especially in the sugaring world. And these girls... I don't know if they believe. I wonder, do you do they act in a way where they think they're they're the only girl out there? I think sugaring can be competitive, but my thing is is that I know and I've said this to you guys, if a guy meets me in person, he will love me no matter what. Maybe it's hard to get that first date, but once I get that first date, hooks. I'm like no doubts about that. Hooks. But this is the prime while you're still young. Um, and these girls are like, do you really want to waste? And this is what Stone, Seashell, and Leaf are saying. Do you really want to waste your prime when you're 20 and your body's young and all of that on one guy who might or might not stick around? And he was saying it too. My boyfriend was saying like, oh, there's, it, it's so easy with the internet. And he was really saying this shading Seashell. But I was kind of feeling like these comments kind of go to me okay here's what my boyfriend said this is very crazy he said to me about seashell like that they he'll that these guys so she has four sugar daddies that's what i told him told him she probably has more than that not even she does have more than that but i told him that she was saying she had four sugar daddies that would like me And he was like, really? I can see two, but four is a lot. And I'm like, no, she probably has more than four, but she doesn't really care. Because to her, it's just a job. She says she loves it. Sometimes she has fun. She can bring her friends. Which is, I think, the right way to go about sugaring, right? Like, if I wasn't so in love with my boyfriend, I wouldn't mind having... Like, it'd be pretty cool i used to say it all the time in the beginning i'd like a second friend that i could bring but i don't want to date this friend i want this friend to just be a side piece to have fun whatever but not complicate my relationship and what my boyfriend said which was so interesting was that he said yeah there these guys will be there for two years but then they get bored yeah they get bored and then they switch them out for someone younger which is what and then he said what these girls also don't realize is that their bodies 
eventually are going to, you know, wear out or not be as cute anymore. No one's going to want to really do them. Sorry. When I saw Stone, Stone's pictures looked better than she looked in person. I'm going to DM this girl. Seashell's body was not... Oh, wait, not Seashell. Stone. But Stone is older. Stone is like eight years older than me. I sent her profile to one of my podcast listeners. And he thought she was probably older. I told you guys, Stone has a fucking review page. Did I say this? Maybe... Oh, fuck. I totally forgot to include this in the last podcast. Oh, my God. I had this entire speech to open about how the people that you choose to hang out with which is what i've been talking about this is more advice for you guys the people that you choose to hang out with really can influence or dictate your personality for sure two weeks three four weeks ago i was at parties with people that were like 40 years old businessmen whatever they were fucking weird to party with but you know their goals are different their mindsets are different a bit more arrogant Versus now, I'm here with 20-year-old prostitutes and they're trying to encourage me to sell my body and brand myself like a fucking piece of cake. (laughs) Um, So it's like the people that you hang out with. And they've got me, like, considering it, right? Like, I'm like, what do I want? I don't mind the idea of more money. Maybe that's what I should have been doing this summer. I also wouldn't mind having taking away that control that my boyfriend has on me he really does have a lot of fucking control over my mind because he's the only guy that i'm seeing really consistently so today is day i don't know what the fuck that means so yeah so um so my boyfriend said all of that stuff and I was listening and I'm like thinking oh my god is he trying to tell me that I only have a year left until he tries to switch me out which is the harsh reality the harsh truth about sugar dating my mother guys has a GPS on this car I can't even like I need to go get myself a car because I liked to be able to drive I have a date tonight no, 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 not tonight, tomorrow night. And I was going to go. So I have my coworkers asking to do like this dinner thing tomorrow. And um, I was going to go to a date after. Because guys, for me, I hate the makeup part. Like I'd rather kill two birds with one stone, wear my makeup once, go see this guy, go see that guy. I love that. I did that one time. Speed dating in Toronto. I saw like three guys back to back, but this wasn't when I was sugar dating. This was just regular dating. Now, I have guys who, like, I told you guys I went through that period, was kind of dating men that didn't really want to sugar date. They just wanted to go straight into the sex part. After talking to, what's her name? After talking to Seashell, I kind of wasn't feeling too bad about wow this girl the girl that dm'd me yesterday she said she felt weird about how this was prostitution well i don't i don't even know 
it it totally is i told i tell you guys all the time glamorized prostitution but to each their fucking own and i also said i don't know if i feel comfortable selling myself like that which is why i prefer like you know i have my one guy and i'm dating him and i'm seeing him only but i don't know if i could be like seashell and just be fucking men for fun now seashell was real smart she'd get out of that expensive ass condo and move elsewhere same thing that my boyfriend was saying is that these girls always choose to live in expensive condos right downtown which is like yeah she has a nice place she looks like she's having fun she's living her best life she's making money whatever and at least she claims because you know when you're talking one-on-one like I was at least like I don't know I'm living here at home with my family I kind of want something new either like a car or like a house I mean not a house I don't really want to move out but I need my space a little bit more than I right now I'm having a hard time so maybe it's a car that I need um but yeah it's okay so um he my boyfriend said that to me and I was kind of just looking at him um and I was like I didn't even ask him what does that mean for us but my boyfriend I think he thinks he's almost at the end of his life so I truly believe he just thinks he's gonna finish his life with me because he was saying okay well I'm again getting ahead of myself but he bought me a purse this is going all over the place now because I don't remember when these things happened but Saturday he bought me a purse from YSL guys 2000 bucks which was it was easy I love it when he buys me things so easily so like I don't have to ask a lot when it comes to asking for things I might remind like I don't really have to at all so I told him in the morning he'll say what do you want to do and I'll just say like I want this and he'll get it for me easily and I think it's because first I don't ask for a lot of things often um we've been in lockdown for a bit he hasn't gotten me anything but still to spend two thousand dollars on a purse and not hesitate my boyfriend's got money money guys asking me why I stay last time when I asked for my iPad it was the same way I was thinking I'd have to drop hints and do it over time I said it the day of two hours later I fucking had an iPad and an iPad pencil don't use either of them but at least they're in my room so like he's always come through in that aspect at least I and also that's why I think he truly does like me I do believe I'm the main bitch because I should really ask for a car. Why are we not asking for a car? Can I tell you guys something? I don't want to get our hopes up. I doubt it's even realistic. But I'm just going to say this because the wording is interesting. So my boyfriend's looking at buying a Tesla now. I don't even want us to get ahead of ourselves. I don't think it's going to really happen. But it's just interesting the way he was saying it. Because who fucking knows, guys? So we've been looking at Teslas together. We've been, we made this entire thing, like, we had to go see all five colors of the Teslas, whatever. We did. We found all five colors, which is pretty rare. Um, And (laughs) I think we saw all five colors within, like, 24 hours. Um, And 
he said that it cost 100 bucks to like get in line for one right and he was telling me he's gonna get in line to go buy one and then he said he would get me one not like a thing not a tesla but he said he said he would buy like one like a spot in line like two he was gonna get three spots in line or something like that i don't know why the fuck though right but like this is where we can be a little optimistic i don't know guys i doubt it i fucking really doubt it but i wanted to squeeze it in there and then he was asking me again last night he said what color do you want i i I hope he like if you're just speaking like that just for the hell of it it's pretty fucked up but he was saying still again he's gonna get like a place he's gonna he's like i'm gonna get a place in line for you too I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that means, guys, but I don't know. Let's, again, pray to God. I doubt it, though, because those things are so expensive. But realistically, why the fuck do you have to get in line more than once? And he said, he said to me, what color do you want? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if he's meant for him. Because his thing, too, is that sometimes, well, not sometimes. I know it's some sort of, like, it's some sort of talking skill or persuasive skill i think to make me be more interested he'll use words like what do you want when he's talking about things for him or he'll be like this is the color that you chose that you want like i don't even fucking care what fucking color the floor is god damn but anyways i don't know guys i was a little optimistic um i doubt it though he truly doubt it but who knows maybe he's getting to the end of his life and he's like let me just fucking spend all my money how fucking cool would that be? I would love that. I would actually die. Okay, guys, pray for me. I'll be on my best behavior now. Um, but anyways, that was one thing that happened. Another thing that happened was, guys, Petunia, you guys remember, I called her Rose in the last story time, but her name was supposed to be Petunia. I put it in the caption. I hope you guys read those. But I called her Rose the entire podcast, and I was like, oh, wait, no. So this is, Petunia's the one that's on drugs and whatever, and she's super skinny. She was problematic. This girl sent him a text message. She called him, actually, asking if she could come to the cottage with, come to the cottage because we were on the way down. And I didn't really like that he wasn't giving her a real answer. Like, he told her, oh, he was already on the way or some shit like that. Like, we were already close. Um... But it it was like, that's not the real answer. Like, tell her you're fucking with me. And that you don't really have any intentions of seeing the hoe. Um, tell her, like, like, you know, I don't necessarily feel, like, sure, the results are the same. But, like, you know, man. And I kind of looked at him after he was done the call. And I'm like, you know, sure you said no, but I don't really like it. Now she thinks the only reason, like that's the thing. You're giving her this impression, this false hope, letting her think that the only reason why she couldn't come to the, to the cottage today was because like I was there. I mean, not because I was there. She doesn't know that I'm there. And that's what she needs to know, that you're with me. And it's like, to me too, it's embarrassing. Well, embarrassing that she thinks she has a chance. 
and he's telling me she doesn't. And I, I believe it, but it's like, let the hoe know. Why the fuck doesn't she know that she doesn't have a chance? Um, and, like, sure, it's none of her business, really. Like, you know, a silent win is still the same thing, but let her know. This girl was kissing me, well, not kissing, but feeling him up in front of me and all that, like, laying, like, hug, like had her hand on him. I was like, oh, my God. That pissed me off, too. And I couldn't tell if it was natural, like she's like that all the time, or just doing it because I was there. Um, now, he's like, oh, you're, you're here beside me and not her. I'm like, that doesn't matter. Why does she think? So, she ends up texting him again an hour or two hours later. He also tells me, he says, you're the boss before before I get this second part in, he tells me, you're the boss. If you want her here, then she can come. If you don't want her here, then she's not going to come. Like, you're, it's your decision. And, and I said, oh, really? I said, what about when I'm not here? He said, well, that's different. I'm like, okay, great. He said, but she would never sleep over. She would never stay the night uh, just as a friend, all that shit. Which, like... I don't know, guys. I, I'm more concerned. Like, I think she would try. But I don't want her to get into the habit. Maybe I'll see her one time, let her know. But even when she was there, he was always looking to cater to me. Every time anything happened, looked at me like, is that okay? You know? I'm telling her to sit in the back. He... I didn't have to say anything. Well, the first time I told you guys that story where she's like saying, oh, she didn't want to sit in the back because she thought we were talking about the trunk of a truck, the bunker part, the, the outside part. She said, no, why can't she sit in the back? And then he looked at me. I didn't say anything. I just gave him a look. And then put your hoe in her place. <laughs> and at least he did it, which is cute. I, it's nice to see how he is in social settings because he totally, like, kisses my ass when at least I'm there. To my face, he'll kiss my ass. And one thing, guys, he said the threesome, after the threesome that we had with Stone, he said, oh, he feels like we're more connected together. Controversial, but... I think the ability for him to fuck other girls while he's with me is a bigger turn on for him than, you know, to be fucking my friend, not fucking my friend, but fucking those old friends instead. Like, at least now you're still getting your variety. I'm still there. And you're getting these experiences through me or with me. And again, I think decreasing his incentive to cheat. In the car, guys, he said to me that he's almost done. He said when he was younger, he didn't know about the internet. So he says, too, and this is what he's always told me, guys. And I, I've, I've kind of explained this to you in our first relationship talk. He told me that he found out about these sugar sites a little bit later in his life than most people. He said probably like five, six years ago he found out. And he's had his fun with it, how easy the internet is. Um, to find girls, to sleep with them, whatever. So easy. He said he's found that out. He's experienced it, whatever. 
just late. He said most guys would go through this throughout their lives, in the middle of their lives, but he did it kind of backwards, and now he's ready. He said this to me. He's ready to, like, settle down now. Um, But for the first half of his life, because it was so new to him, not first half, I told you guys before, his life has consisted mostly of long-term relationships. I'm about to start driving. He's had a lot of long-term relationships. I hope you guys can hear me. Oh, someone's texting me. This guy's texting me, asking me if I'm in Markham because I posted up the whip on my in on my Snapchat story. I want to also come on here too, guys, and tell you guys that everything on social media is so fake. Oh my god! As your sugar baby queen, I want to tell you guys: don't believe any shit that you see on the internet. You guys know, like I know, people watch my Snapchat stories and think, "Wow, that girl must be fucking living it up." Like, you guys know, it hasn't always been fucking roses and, you know, purses and happiness. It's like, I've went through some shit to get that extra shit at the end of the, at the other end of the the rainbow. It hasn't been an easy ride. I fucking worked hard. (laughs) I've worked hard. (laughs) A lot of sleepless nights to get to there. But like, you know, we only show the best sides of ourselves on the internet nobody wants to look like the fucking you know like who posts what the shit they're going through unless it's a way to gain sympathy we only post the best parts of ourselves don't feel discouraged by other people posting um don't feel like you have to post and don't compare your story to other people's stories right because you never fucking know you really don't know And I've been like that. I'm like walking proof of that because my entire life I've always been that girl that's like getting everything, whatever. But, you know, I went through hell to get it. And sure, I'll post at my purse, but like, you guys know better than anyone else that the purse didn't come just like that. The purse had a lot of sleepless nights behind it and crying, whatever. But this purse came easily, though. I'm pretty happy with that. But um, now that things are getting better with me and my guy. So, where was I? I was talking about... Um, what was she talking about? Okay, there's some other things I need to talk about too. Uh, blanking. Okay. What was she just talking about? What was I just fucking talking about? before I gone into that okay whatever um I was saying the things that he said to me he so he said he's almost done oh yes he said he he's almost done he just has a few hanger on hangers that's what he always calls them so maybe he's right just girls that won't stop calling him and he sees them um whatever 
there that girl rose the real rose is the girl that's always calling and texting i hear her calling still i I read a text in his phone that said thank you so much for your kind words i appreciate it so much and your help it looks like this girl's going through something where she has to move or she's been evicted or something like that like it's just so annoying like I don't blame him for, like, you know, wanting to help them. Like, if he can afford to help them, it's not like he's really going out of his way. He told me, too, like, the money that we pay the girls to fuck us, whatever. Like, that's not really anything to him. So, I, and I know, guys, I see it. Did I tell you guys in the fucking car the first time that Petunia had said, I don't know if I told you guys this, Petunia said in the back seat that, there's more than enough money to go around for all of us and that girls need to learn how to share something like I and then looked at me I told you guys this or I I don't know if it was really she looking at me or I had just happened to turn around at the wrong while she was saying this oh my god bright ass bitch she said more than enough money to go around which is true with my guy I realized that like I don't need to be worried about my share because <laughs> he compensates me, whatever. He's good. He's good for it. Um, but, you know, that's why, to me, it's more than just money, right? It's like, that's my guy. That's my fucking property. And, yeah. He also said to me, Petunia only calls him when she needs money. Like, this man knows. He's just pissing me off. I think truly, guys, he realizes. I think, too, like, the girls aren't that attracted to him either, like, naturally. Because you guys know I have more of a genuine, like, relationship with him where, like, I think we're actually dating and all that stuff. And him and I are so close. We do everything together. I say this. I said this in the first part. Everything together. Like, even the food we eat. We fuck, like, like, our ice cream cones. And that's something I find usually so gross, like sharing ice cream and sharing food. At first, I used to get so pissed off when he would take some of my food. Like, really. I used to get mad when he'd want to, like... Sorry, give me a second. Okay, yeah. So what was what was I saying? Um Fuck, I'm sorry guys, I have to send a text message because like there's so much to talk about in this episode. Um so yeah. He's my oh yeah, we're so close. My prop so I this is also why I think I have that advantage because these girls and he's finally starting to realize because once you've tasted gold and i always say this to you guys you won't go back to copper i'm the fucking gold those bitches are the copper and they're just there for the money 
they don't really want to spend time together, whatever, which is what I think he looks for more. He's more sensual, more of a lover kind of person. So he likes like, you know, our sex too. I'm, I know all the shit that he likes. Um, probably even better that we take breaks, let him fuck someone else so that when he comes back to fucking me, he realizes that our sex is so much better. I think it's kind of gotten I, I did forget to also include this is that after we had our threesome, because before that our sex was getting a little boring, I won't lie. Not boring, but like you guys know when your rhythm is there versus the days where your rhythm's not there. We were on a roll with our rhythm. We were having really good sex, whatever. And we took a break. And ever since then, it's kind of been a little bit, you know, lost our rhythm. But after we threw some stone, our sex was, like, really good after being, like, flatlining for a bit. So it's interesting how that works. Um, but, yeah, just to say... You never know. Um, what else is there to say? Um, yeah, so I was, just, I was just saying, guys, like, I truly think, you guys don't believe me, but I truly think he really likes me. And he said he was almost done his ho- his face. Um, he says he's just got to let go of these hanger-ons. And he says he has me. What else does he need? And I think we formed, like, a really good connection. And, um... He was even saying to me, because, like, he talks, like, once he... Before, the way we would talk about our relationship, he'd say, for your next guy, for this, for that. Now our relationship is until he dies, once he dies. So he said something in the car. He said, okay, so we went to this flower store yesterday. This is how I knew. This conversation, this story is how I knew we were so fucking close. We went to this flower store yesterday all this drama was happening because it was a rich fucking store, a nursery. And um, apparently only the rich people were there. So here's how fucking... It was so crazy. We saw a Mercedes hit a Rolls Royce in the parking lot. My mother's calling me because she wants me to go get her some shit from the store. Like, I don't mind, but like... Be respectful of the fact that like... You're on my time. Like, I'm on... I'm doing this for you and not... You know, don't be acting so entitled. I hate when people act entitled to my time. And anyways... Oh, great. This is... So... I don't really want to open this, but maybe I will. Okay. So, um... Yeah, acting entitled, he, oh yeah, so there was this rich family with the Rolls Royce, anyways, and we were making all of these jokes on the way home, and we were in the tub, we were really talking about it, dissecting this family's life, damn, and, you know, my guy's telling me, like, he, of course, he, (laughs) it was so funny, the way that everything went, because my boyfriend, every time we go out, he gets in fights with the workers, because he just has, like, the worst demeanor and whatever. But they don't realize 
or he, he gets a little in his head because he doesn't dress the part where he has a lot of money, but he knows he has a lot of money. He makes sure I know that he has a lot of money. And it's just, um, it's just funny. So, of course, this guy pulls up in a Rolls Royce. He's being treated like royalty, all of this stuff. My boyfriend's there. He's in his jeans. It's just so funny. Farmer's clothes. You know, my boyfriend's old. <laughs> um, and, you know, he, he, he's also has, he doesn't have a good attitude when he talks to people. So, of course, he's getting into fights with all these people. Um, it's just hilarious. Now... He gets upset, and he's like, this guy's being treated like royalty because he's, he's driving this Rolls Royce. And meanwhile, my boyfriend's like, I have a car. He told me this. He's like, I have a car that's three times the price of what, that Rolls Royce. And my boyfriend also has a Rolls Royce. I think he has two of them, just older versions. Um, no, yeah, guys, my boy, I don't even know if I told you guys that. He's got a lot of fucking cars. He actually has a lot. He says some cars he's only seen once. He's crazy about his cars. My boyfriend's got money. You guys don't believe me, but he's got money. I'm going to have to post this on the Instagram. He made me take pictures of those cars as well. Yeah. And he he loves it. For sure. But anyways, we're just laughing about how he was getting treated like royalty. And how he, this guy's coming in not wearing a mask. And we were just laughing about it for a long time in the tub. You know what, guys, when I was saying, like, sometimes you get worried that you might have run out of things to talk about. I've never had that with him. Okay, I'm about to go get these bananas. I'll talk to you guys later. Probably in, like, two hours. Okay, I have a bunch of people calling me, bothering me, asking to make plans with me. I saw this one boy my age. Um, he was cute. He was light-skinned, guys. Actually, no. I think he's, like, Spanish. But, you know, he's one of those cutes that's, like, any guy... Let me give you more advice, guys. Any guy who knows he's cute, you stay the fuck away from them. Because they're... He's definitely a narcissist. Thinks he's all that. But he's not bad. This is what I'm saying, guys. A lot of these people, a lot of these narcissists are cool to be friends with one-on-one. But what you can't involve your emotions in it because that's when you get burned. That's when they're too complicated, I'd say. It's too hard to, like, really get along with. Oh, my throat's curling. So, like, yeah, you're cool when you're away from me. I don't really like it when we're being friends together for too long, if that makes sense. Like, no, sorry, no, no, no. We're okay as friends, but emotions can't be involved and sex can't be involved because it gets too complicated. Anyways, this boy's still trying to link me. After I've been posting on my story, I wonder, like, not even wonder, because I'm, like, thinking, anyone who watches my Snapchat social media, like, you have to fucking know I'm a sugar baby. That's why lately I haven't been really hiding it, like people ask me and whatever I'll just say like I'm a sugar baby because I know they're all thinking it you know what these girls also told me was interesting it's all about marketing this girl told me I dm'd her one of um, my sims ex who also went out with my boyfriend how fucking crazy is that how absolutely fucking crazy is that guys my sorry 
I told you guys about this girl who I had DM'd on Instagram who used to go out with my simp who had also gone on one date with my boyfriend but they said they didn't pursue it but how fucking small of a world is that I told her I said girl you dodged the bullet <laughs> you dodged the fucking bullet but she's another one all of them have had the same mindset which is cool when you talk to so many sugar babies like they're all like yeah I said to her like he sees a lot of girls I don't want to say like the entire extent of it it's kind of fucked up but they're like no lots of them do it it's okay I do it too I don't know He's just, and I said he's also a liar. So it's one thing to like be seeing a lot of girls. It's another thing to be fucking lying about it. But, um, yeah. My throat's been killing from talking all day. Um,. So I was saying that I knew me and him were so close after we went to the to that nursery, the flower store, and so much shit was going on, and me and him, you know, looking at each other, giving each other looks, talking about it later. I think you have to be like, I don't know. I thought that was like a really different level of our relationship, talking about other people, really getting into detail. I've never had that experience before, but like, you know, you've seen it on TV. I've heard of it. I probably do it with my family. Like that's a different level. And me and him both sharing our thoughts. Also the things that he tells me, his most inner thoughts, even though I'll be telling you guys, I'll be like, okay, it's a little bit fucked up how he said that. I know that in theory, him and I have to be super close in order for him to be telling me those things, or at least feel like we have a super close connection in order for him to, you know, feel comfortable enough to share those thoughts. And he told me it too before, like the things we do. Anyways, me justifying my relationship to you guys. Um... My throat's been killing y'all from talking. Holy fuck. So I have so much shit to do. I told you guys this. I have like a fucking exam I gotta write today. People wanna make fucking plans. I have, okay. Here was the big thing. My boyfriend, I, I said this a little bit in part one. My boyfriend wants me to, well, he wants us to go up north. Today he asked me if... Today he asked me if, um, I, what did he say? Today he asked me if I wanted to go up north just us together or if I wanted to bring some friends. Cool. I love this opportunity, right? Like, I love that you're giving me the option to have my friends come. We can have a good time, whatever. Now... My problem is, like, who the fuck do I bring? And I'm glad he said, like, do you want to just go by ourselves? At least he's given me, you know, the... I 
was thinking about it today and I was like, or yesterday I was thinking, oh, I, just, I don't really think I want another friend on this trip. He was really advocating that we bring another person this entire weekend. But this weekend, guys, him and I got to go on like this little day trip together. We went to go see a car. Um, we went to go see a car in Niagara and a truck, an old truck. Um, and we went to this little restaurant by the water you know back to kind of how things used to be we used to do this all the fucking time and it was warm outside and then winter came and you know we still went on our little trips here and there but it's a totally different vibe when it's summer versus winter but um yeah so he asked me if I wanted to to wait wait wait, wait. no 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 so we went on this trip and it was like almost like the olden times like him and I again get along so well when we're together I don't think he, in hindsight, he realizes that maybe he's thinking, oh, you could get, you know, a threesome, a foursome, whatever out of my friends. But, you know, my intention is definitely not going to be centered on him as it normally is. Or actually, it could, it could work either way because competition, when I see the other girls um, looking at him, guys, can I talk about this? When I see the other girls talk, looking at him, then, like, I give him attention. I'll be all over him. Can we talk about this? So my guy, you know, as they all do, old men have tummies on them. You know, fucking these huge-ass tummies. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Whatever. But when we're out in public, you know, and people are looking, as they always do, I didn't think he'd like it if I were to be, like, all over him when we're in, in public. But I know people be looking... I talked about this with Seashell, and I, and they're saying, like, they never go in public with them. I'm like, fuck, like, I always be in public with my guy. But it, there's a difference. Like, I'm only with him. I don't think I probably want to be out. I don't really like it unless they're taking me out to eat. But apparently, like, I've never really had friends to go out to eat with. So these girls have been like, hey, do you want to? It's so easy to make plans now. Um... so easy to make plans if you're struggling also to make friends like it's so fucking easy to just message someone and say hey do you want to hang out here and most of the time these girls are like oh my god yes i want to everybody wants to go outside especially coming out of covid and make friends um so it's been really cool i had a girl ask me too if i wanted to come out to the beach i i don't really fuck with like woodbine beach right now because like a lot of stuff's going on over there like just covid shit i'm not really fuck with like you know the hooligans <laughs> the hooligans and the fucking people causing trouble i've never been my forte but um yeah it's so easy to make friends i'd recommend it but so I was saying, as I was saying, that usually when we're out, I know people are looking at me, especially like if I'm dressed all cute and whatever, and then I'm with him. And I didn't think he'd like me to be all over him, but we were talking about it in bed, um, how, oh my God, that's a crazy ass dog. I ain't getting out of this car till that dog gone. I forgot I could have bought some ice cream. Anyways, um, we were talking about it in bed, and he was saying how, like, he he looks for me or whatever, and he says, we go out, people don't even know that you're with me and all this shit. I'm like, interesting. Very, very interesting. He says, I look for you, you're not there, because I, 
he fights everyone <laughs> like this man i don't know what it is about him everybody just wants to fight him he's always like fuck off to everyone he's always in fights so funny this man um but i'm just so used to it i just sit back and watch but i didn't know he liked it even guys the stories that i told you like me sitting on his lap in front of those other girls i didn't know he'd be comfortable with it but like really i think he's claiming me for real as his girl he seems to like it he loves the attention i always say this to you guys he gives me shit in person he acts like he doesn't like it he loves it When we went to the restaurant, too, this weekend, I knew all these girls fucking looking at me. I know this one lady. I love it, too. I love the attention. This one lady looking at me, giving me dirty looks. And I just go over to my boyfriend, and I'm, like, sitting, like standing beside him while he's sitting in the chair. I'm, like, hugging him, whatever, <laughs> and kissing him. And this girl's looking at me because she's sitting next to her husband. Her husband's also looking at me. I turned around. I knew her husband. I could feel her husband trying to take a look at my ass. I didn't even give a shit. My ass look good. I'm like, yes, please go look. And (laughs) I love the attention, too. And so I know they're all watching. They're all pissed off. I'm here. I'm this little black girl. And I think they were all white because these are probably predominantly white areas as well. Actually, everyone there was white, too. Um, But I'm there. I'm kissing my boyfriend. I'm looking back, walking around, standing, showing my ass. I know they fucking hate that shit talking shit i think i heard one lady behind us saying oh i know i know we're the topic of conversation everywhere you go you're always going to be topic of conversation and it's just like you either own it if i look and i see there's no one there that i know i'd be owning that shit i'd be like all over him i'll be like take your pictures um and yeah (laughs) i and i guess he likes the attention as well um, we talked about this when he's out with these other girls. I, I kind of starting to interpret it. Like, me and him, whenever we go out, and he mentioned this too, I sit beside him. Right? Opposed, as opposed to these girls, maybe they're sitting across. Him and I, again, we're so close! A joint to the hip, literally. So, you know, these other girls, whatever, they go out, maybe they sit across from him. <laughs> Don't want to be out. Um, he, I, I tell you guys here, but I really feel it when we're talking in person. I really feel like there's a difference between me and those other girls. I truly do. I don't think we're the same. I think he really is dating me and some of the stuff I know gets lost in translation. Still debatable as to if he's fucking them or not. He probably is. He's still claiming now he hasn't. He said he hasn't done anything in months. And, you know, his advantage is, is that I'll never fucking know. Until maybe I talk to them. And he, But he was saying the same thing, too. Um, but, guys, when I asked him about specific girls, when I said, when's the last time you slept with her? He'd always give me, like, a good enough answer where it was like, okay, you're not saying it was before that you met me. You're probably exaggerating it. Probably instead of four months ago, it was three months ago, but you're still saying you're, you're being honest enough to admit that you slept with her while we were together. Right. Um, which is a big step. And each one had like different time frames. I doubt it that really those are the last times that they slept together. But 
he's pushing on me that like he doesn't have an incentive to which I truly believe um and yeah so guys now I'm about to go inside it's about to be you know my weekend not weekend but week I have so much shit to get done by Tuesday I have a busy week I'm gonna start making plans to go out and see my friends I'm probably gonna try and see seashell again this week we've got a crazy crazy time so talking to my american friend i'll come back and update you guys and see you know what's going on again if you're not following the instagram go follow it at the sugar dot diaries there'll be like more updates on there i'm posting the cottage pictures that's exciting go look at that um so yeah i'll see you guys later have fun stay safe i should say that at the end of every podcast because i don't know what you guys be up to say stay safe and pray for me bye okay so today is the next day after recording i'm going to add this audio in kind of randomly because you guys know i refuse to listen back to my own voice but um i think there were some things i forgot to include in this um podcast okay so for starters i gave the story about petunia and um i said that she i'm not sure if i included this story in here i'm sorry if i did and i'm just repeating but petunia had asked again um over the weekend if she could come to to hang out or come to the cottage i i didn't include this part and i said that i didn't really agree with his response it should have been um no for the like why sorry no because i was there or no because he doesn't want to see her anymore I'm sorry if you guys can hear that umbrella. Oh, great. Please don't fall. It's fallen before. Could have probably fucking died. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I got upset with, and I said, like, I didn't say it to him, but I told you guys I didn't like the reasons, and he said that I was the boss as long as I was there, and I choose who gets to come, whatever. And I said, what about if I wasn't there? And he's like, oh, not really the same thing which is annoying but I kind of like I I think that statement shows that maybe we could get to there just not yet um but I forgot to do the follow-up story of this is that an hour or two hours later Petunia texts him and says that she says don't put me in that situation again I don't get along (laughs) with young people or black girls damn (laughs) and it's like it's like no she's just like him no accountability for their own actions pretty fucking funny um and he got really upset with that text message and he said i'm maybe i did include this in here i've been thinking i couldn't tell but i'm gonna repeat it anyways he said that he was going to tell her that he was going out with me and that she needs to, like, back off. Now, do we believe that he would do it? No. Do we believe he did do it? No. But I think it has to count for something. At least he's, you know, like he said it, he proposed it. It has to count for something. Um, And later on, he was saying he was going to text her, like, okay he'll go find some white old friends for her to hang out with or something but 
Um, it, I guess it was the thought that counts. And I told him, oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, you better go say that. I was like, that's good. I just smiled. Um, you know, progress is progress, whatever. I, it's been two days. Today's Tuesday. I've honestly never felt better in a long time. I've just been doing my own thing. And to be honest, guys, I've been having, like, a lot of people um, reach out to me and, like, try and hang out with me, which I wasn't having before, which is why, like, you know, my world revolved around this guy. And now I'm, like, you know, making plans. I'm starting to focus more on my schoolwork. Um, I'm going out with my friends. And then it's, like, you don't even have the time, really, to be stressing about what he's doing because, regardless, you're having fun. And also, I'm not opposed anymore to, like, dating or sugaring, per se, because, you know, to each their own. Um, I'm sorry. I'm going to go through a couple of other things. I'm sorry if I'm repeating things <laughs> as I probably normally do. Um, let me just say... Well, now I'm blanking. There was a big thing for me to talk about. I'm blanking. As I normally do. Um, I'm in the middle of an exam right now. Oh, my dad It's going to give me money for my school. Um, which is great because I thought I was going to have to pay for it myself. Cool. Okay, so, what else is there to talk about? Oh, I, I, okay. I'm gonna, I don't know where I'm gonna have to add this audio because I talked to you guys briefly about how we went to this flower store and I'm gonna just add this audio onto the end, I guess. We went to this flower store and there was this rich guy in there and, um, I don't know. I was just thinking about the contrast with him and my boyfriend. I think, too, this experience this date in particularly I think I realized like oh I think my man like my I I try and see it in a like a very casual way but I think my guy truly has a lot of money he does I I don't go into the full extent of it on here you guys are like why she's so obsessed with this old man well besides the fact that I think we do have a genuine connection he seems to have a lot of stuff going on a lot of stuff for me to do um, he was also saying this weekend, like, I could go find a boyfriend or something. He says once, so after we saw this guy, he told, he told me before, a long time ago, he said, never go out with a guy who wears penny loafers or slippers. And I tell you, like, one of the biggest, um, signs of the fact that our relationship is changing is just the way he talks now, like, the language that he uses. Before, he'd be like, this advice he would give me would be for now, right? Like, he'd say, don't go out with a guy who wears penny loafers or slip-on shoes. He says, I don't trust... He's actually funny with that. Um, And now it would be like... He'd be like, after I die. Now everything's after he dies. Once he dies. Um, Never go out with a guy with penny loafers. But, oh, I, I just remembered the big story. Um... So, when we came home after the flower store, he wanted to go plant his flowers. And I wanted to record a podcast. 
I needed my alone time. It's not that I minded planting my flowers, but I wanted to go smoke my weed and go do my podcast while I knew he was gardening and wouldn't be able to hear me because I get super paranoid that he's going to be able to hear me talking shit. Um, and his worker came and I was, I helped out at first. I did try and, you know, do my part. He wanted me to do a lot more, like not a lot of stuff. I tried to act like I, I wanted to help more than I could. I, I put fertilizer in. Honestly, he had me doing like a lot of baby shit. I didn't mind. But my thing is like, I have my own stuff I want to do right now. And like, I cater to you all the time. Um, all he really was mentioning, oh wait, okay, no, I'm getting ahead of myself. I cater to him all the time. Like our entire agenda revolves around whatever the fuck you want to do. Not that I mind, right? Like I don't fucking have anything better to do. So if we cater to what I want to do, we just won't be in bed all day. But, um, like I've been catering to you all day. I've been with you all day. Not again, I don't mind, but like, give me my 10 minutes of me time. Um, and respect the fact that, like, okay, sure, I should be helping you with your flowers, but can you understand that maybe I don't want to do flowers the second I have other shit going on? Like, I have to go spill my life story to my podcast listeners. So, um, yeah, I helped out, and I told him, like, I would come back. I, I left a couple of times. I thought I was done. But, you know, I had, like, it's not like I was going, to him, I can't really say, oh, I want to go record my podcast. I kind of was just leaving. I also wanted to go smoke my weed. I think he could maybe smell the fact that I was smoking weed on the other side of the house. I don't know. But I came back high. Um, so it's pretty funny. Um, once we were done, once he was done planting the flowers, I had gone, like, he wanted me to pick up these flower pots. I went upstairs onto the balcony to go, like, do my smoke session, whatever. And he starts calling me to come bring him a half shovel. Then I go back again. He calls me again to start picking up the flower pots. And I had told him, I said, leave the flower pots there. I'll come pick them up. But I guess it's because the other worker guy had to leave, which I get. You know, worst case scenario, you could have picked up the flower pots yourself. Like, I know I offered to do it, but, like, I did half of it. It was such a little work. I'm like, you really calling me from my podcast to come pick up fucking flower pots? Whatever. I did it. Um, Then I left again. And when I came, he came. I was upstairs talking to my sisters and my mom. My sister and my mom on FaceTime. And he came upstairs. And I noticed right away. He had like a little attitude and um i'm i think i'd say i'm so good like with handling moody men my friend my american friend she has a guy who's always in a mood i guess because not even always in a mood but i guess she like notices it more because she's living with him 24 7 my boyfriend rarely gets moody but when he does get moody, he kind of gets into attacking mode where it's very, it's not very harsh. It's not harsh, but it's enough to be like, why the, f- like, why are you attacking me? You know, um, so I can notice, I notice right away. And the worst is when they're attacking you and you're not in attack mode. You're like happy in a good mood and they're like 
trying to put their bad energy onto you. Um, so, of course, I start catering. I think his thing, too... Oh, I have another story. His thing, too, is, like, I think he's a bit attention-needy. So, before... Well, do I finish this story or do I get into the other story? Because I forgot. I hadn't even... I had another story about seashell. Holy shit. This... Okay. I'm gonna... Okay, I'm gonna finish this part and then I'm gonna put... (laughs) another audio in the beginning oh my god i just remembered okay those were my two big stories the seashell story that you've already heard because i'm putting it in the beginning and then this story um so i notice he's in a bad mood i follow him downstairs and um or i finish my facetime call no 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 i went into the room behind him there's two rooms upstairs two bedrooms two kitchens and a little common room and he went into the second kitchen and he was asking me what i thought about the light fixture and i saw these boards these tile boards on the table and i remember i had brought petunia uh, not petunia but rose i brought rose up here um when she had come wait not rose dandelion from the threesome, the first threesome, I brought Dandelion upstairs. I said, this is my smoking spot. But once we came inside, we were going to go talk shit about him. So we went into the second room. That is, I guess it's west. It's the furthest room away from where I knew he was. And actually thinking in hindsight, like, I'm pretty confident I could go and record a podcast in there. And he wouldn't hear it. Um, I don't know. I just get so in my head. I'm going to actually do it, though. So I brought her in there and she saw the boards or the tiles. And I'm really like, I I got nostalgic the other day because I was really sad that we couldn't have created like a better relationship with Dandelion. I genuinely like Dandelion. I thought we would have been good friends too. I'd consider even reaching out to her. I did the other day. I said, do you want to be friends? And then I unsent it because she hadn't seen it in like three days. But I don't know if that's against the loyalty I should have for my boyfriend. But I remember we went into the room. This is the night of the threesome. Um, Dandelion looks at the boards and she looks at me. And I probably told you guys this story. And she's like, do you know how many times I got asked about these damn boards? And I was laughing so fucking hard because, like, I went through the same thing, too, with those boards. And they're literally everything. And I was just thinking, like... The amount of times he asked me about those boards, I cannot believe he was asking other people. But he has, and and so many times too, to the extent where, and when I was there too, he was asking about it so much. I actually, it gets annoying. And now when I get asked questions, I don't think he really, it's interesting guys. He asked me about the color of the barn. He actually allowed me to choose the color of the barn which is pretty sick, which was such a big decision because we went between the chocolate and like this light brown. If you follow the Instagram, you would see at the sugar dot diaries. He let me choose the color of the board, which I thought was a pretty important decision. It was a big decision. The entire color of the barn I got to choose. And he like changed the boards and he was paying them money because he had to they did half of it brown, and I was like, you know what? I like the lighter one, and he switched it back to the lighter one. Crazy. But anyways, that was a side story. I was just thinking, it's crazy, you know? And it really takes away from, you know, the value or the 
type of connection that you have with him when you realize, oh, he's just doing this with everyone. It kind of stings still. I was looking at those boards um, on the weekend and I said it to him. I said, you know, you want to hear a funny story? And I said, do you remember Dandelion? And he literally, guys, deadass told me, He's like, who? He, every time I bring her up, every time I mention her name, I was like, the girl, your friend? He doesn't know who I'm talking about. And I say her name. And then he, today he was like, oh, I didn't know her name or I don't know her name. And I'm like, really? Which is crazy because you're claiming you've known her for two years. I remember I told you guys I came into the room. I was in the hallway walking over and I heard him saying her name like dandelion, dandelion. Uh, or she said dandelion and he said dandelion too and it was like her real name's a little not weird but it's like it's unique and I remember thinking like what is that and then she introduced herself and I was like I cannot believe this man is asking her for his for her name <laughs> and we're about to conduct a threesome with her not even just that not even just that, but you've known this girl for two years, gone away with her, and does don't know her don't you don't know her name. Sorry, I'm butchering up my words again. He doesn't really know how to pronounce my name fully either. Like he knows my name, but he says it with this little accent on it, which pisses me off because I have such a white ass name. I'm like, you really shouldn't be struggling. But I don't say his name either. I think I've told you guys that. I'm kind of awkward saying it. Um, anyways, this is just a weird topic. But anyways, I was trying to tell him that story about the boards or the tiles. And he was like, first of all, he said he didn't know her name. I was like, really? You're telling me? And he goes on and tells me, oh, he wouldn't have sex with anyone. And he's so picky with who he has sex with. And um, I'm like, really? You're having sex with this girl? You don't even know her fucking name? And then he, I got like a little turned off by the conversation. I think you could tell. Well, I, I mentioned it. I don't know if he heard me. I said the story. I said she said something about the boards or how many times he asked her about the board. He didn't really want to hear it. He changed the subject. I don't know. It was kind of fucking weird. Oh, my God. So I made friends with these girls right now. And we're made, we made plans for Thursday to go to, like, a restaurant. These girls are both vegan. Baby, I love my meat. <laughs> I love my meat. I literally cannot have a dish without meat in it. Oh my god, they're both god. I think they might just be better friends off without me cuz anima me. And they're both light skin. I don't know how I feel about that. It was it's like a coincidence. But I think they're more likely to be like respectful girls. I told you guys I've been on the hunt for a fucking friend. Okay. Back to my original story this is just about how he was acting um then he comes downstairs we have that board conversation whatever he didn't want to hear it um and we go downstairs and we're gonna go to he goes to take a bath and i can tell again he's in like a bad mood and what was he saying kind of say like making comments about how i'm messy or something yeah messy well essentially call me messy saying that i leave my stuff all over the place i don't know where my things are then he says that i have bad work ethic kind of thing and um saying that if so my friend my american friend we had facetimed her the other day and my friend was complaining that she works for her boyfriend and he's not paying her and she's like i worked for this goddamn money and of course 
bad move on my end because now my boyfriend have an idea. These men love to make you work. I always tell you guys this. Portray portray yourself as a girl with a hard work ethic because they like that. They don't like and it's annoying. You just wish they would just want to give you money and shut the fuck up. But no, they want to see you work or at least look like you like to work. Um, and so he says to me in the top, he says, if you were working for me, you would have been fired a long time. And I'm kind of like, where the fuck is all of this coming from? And he said, you leave your stuff. I open the car, your stuff's all over the place. I'm like, okay. He doesn't even understand it from my perspective. Here's how I see it. Like I'm with you for two days or one day, usually at max or the weekend at max. So what? I fucking threw my bag in the fucking car. It's not a permanent thing. It's very temporary for the way that our relationship is set up. I'm only here for like a day. I always clean up my shit. Do you guys, I don't know. Do you guys feel like I should be, I think like I'm putting my shit down. Okay. Um, I could be more organized, more neat, but like, I always come back and clean it up. I don't think shit matters when it's just being placed down there for like the minute or the day. I always clean up after myself. So sure, it's messy for the, for the fucking 24 hours I'm there, but like, and he's so, and it looks like he's really nitpicking at shit. So he said, do you know where your gardening gloves were? Like, and I'm over here thinking, do you know that I don't give a shit about those goddamn gardening gloves? <laughs> Which was the wrong thing. I actually did tell him. I said, I don't really care about those gardening gloves, to be honest. Which is the wrong thing to say because he had bought those gloves and he's like of course you don't care because you don't care about my stuff and you don't respect my things that i buy all this bullshit he's just in a bad mood and then i get into the tub as soon as i get into the tub and this again connection as soon as i get into the tub and i'm talking to him whatever calming him down he starts to go back to himself and then he says something okay here's what it was the click for me then he made a comment because he got his covid shot i forgot to fucking include this shit he got his covid shot in the morning that day and then his worker had come and was talking about how his some people that he knew had gotten into the hospital because of their covid shot all this extra shit and um then my boyfriend made a comment like maybe you'll care once i die something like that from this blood clot and then i realized oh you're just stressed or you're just worried because of this covid shot thing and um i gave him the attention that he so obviously was craving (laughs) i think too with the story that you guys are going to hear in the beginning oh my god these girls are really trying to take us to a fucking beacon place um Where's <laughs> with the meat? Down. Okay, so these girls are talking about a patio with vegan shit. You know, guys, I don't like vegan stuff. I already said this. I have to finish my exam, right? ASAP, because I have I have to go get ready for um I have to get ready for 
a patio. I'm going out to dinner with my coworkers. I could always probably finish my exam after the fact, but you know, like my boyfriend might text me. He probably won't, but you know, just in case. It's good to always have your options open. I gotta finish this podcast. Let's hurry this shit up. Back to what I was saying. Um and even once like he said the he said the dying of a blood clot thing i was like in my mind i was like oh that's why you're being so fucking annoying and then um he said you think that the world revolves around i i don't remember the words he used he said you don't think there's any work or something like that and i was like oh and listening to you bitch all the time <laughs> and um I guess we kind of laughed at that. And then we went back into normal couple mode. He calmed down super. I like well, I gave him the attention he obviously was very much craving and went back to normal. It's I think cool to see how that works. Um but I genuinely I I we did the bath thing together. I genuinely like think that I've truly learned him and I'm even telling you guys this story because a lot of you think when people get mad at you or attack you that things are targeted at you which is why I think conflicts tend to escalate because people get attacked and automatically start attacking back but I want you guys to be aware that a lot of the times when people come at you with bad moods out of nowhere, with bad energy, and you haven't really done anything wrong, and they're complaining over fucking you not picking up the flower pots when they wanted you to, usually it's over something else. It's over, it's misplacing their energy. I think he was a bit anxious he was going to die and that I didn't really want to spend his last moments with him. Um, and he made a big deal of it for the entire night. It was, it was cute though. I mean, as cute as things can be. Um, so yeah, I gave him the attention and he went back to normal. Um, and we had like, we got, had a really good conversation and I talked in the beginning of the podcasting, like sometimes you get worried when like things are going so good with a person, you get worried. Oh, I've been with him for five days this week. And I'm like, okay, have you run out of things to talk about? Does he still want to be all over me the way that I want to be? Does he still want to be like talking about still everything, whatever? We still can be as close. It surprises me every time we never run out of shit to talk about and like the connection is still there every time and he said too guys that we have a connection so i don't know y'all who might think he's cheated on me i don't know i'm starting to believe his story um he told me too guys remember rose rose isn't the pothead but sorry she's not the crackhead but she's the one who texted him that babe text um and she's always calling him she had seen him last week monday or slept over and he was telling me oh that there's this big thing with her apartment and at first i was like i don't know if i believe it but then i heard him talking to her again on the phone and for the most part guys usually the things he says always check or match up like it's it's usually accurate you know it usually 
he tells the truth now for the most part. And I know we're skeptical thing still of a lot of the things he says, but he doesn't disappoint a lot of the time. Well, he does, but he doesn't really like, like his stories usually match up. That's what I'm trying to say. So truly at the end of the day, we'll never know if he's fucking them unless we um talk to them. Can I also say, guys, there was this really weird, 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 weird thing that happened Monday morning. It was so early, though. It was 7 a.m. Someone had tech called him, and it was like, she's like, it was a woman. I could hear, good morning. He's like, hi, hello. And I saw the number. It wasn't a saved number, but she said, good morning, in like a very kind of weird way. And he just hung up the phone and put it down and i was too tired to um say anything that's the worst and by the time it started clicking into me it was too late for me to say anything now i was kind of debating it in my head i don't know what the fuck it means because it was so early it's like seven on a monday morning we've spent every monday together to monday morning together so i didn't know if i should be like stressing i didn't know if it was a work th- i didn't know what the fuck was going on but it was probably weird and he did leave actually so who knows he probably went to go talk to her kind of weird i also see him texting morning i see his phone sometimes still the text messages he sends are dry so i don't know um he's also today's tuesday we had like this little text thing but not a lot i asked him how his shot was just trying to act like i cared well i do care and i know he wants to hear me care so i said how's your shot and he said not bad and um i said let me know if anything changes i put xx and this is what he responded we'll do xoxo in capitals it was i thought super cute um Really, I think this weekend was a really good weekend for us. I told you guys I was looking for someone to come. We Yeah, so I like, honestly, guys, we're getting super close again. This weekend, I think, really brought us closer. It was a lot of days for us to be together. Wednesday till Monday morning. Probably one of the longest. Well, actually, we've done five days before. But we were so all over the place. We were, like, back and forth from the cottage to Toronto, like, four times. Five or six times. But he does that regularly. He, I, I, I truly believe like that's his thing. To me, it feels like a lot, but he does this constantly. He just picks up those whores and brings them down and back and forth. It's crazy. Okay. So I'm going to really end the podcast here. Bye.